Welcome to A New Creation. I'm Phyllis and thank you for joining me today. Every episode of A New Creation is commissioned by the Holy Spirit. It is new and it is from God. We are rapidly approaching a time when there will be a collision between the government of man versus the government of God. And the question is, will you know the difference in governments? Or will you have ceded so much ground that you're simply going through the motions? And when I say ceded, I mean giving up so much ground to the government of man where you don't even know the difference of whether you're following the government of man or the government of God. Whose government will you represent? Are you comfortable yet not productive? In other words, are you producing but not producing the things of God, those things that have eternal value? Ask yourself, am I at the level of maturity that God would have me to be in in this season of my life? Have I evolved to the place where I can discern spirits and I know whether or not that spirit is from God. See, we are at war with the demonic system. It's a world system that seeks to control every aspect of our lives. And I decree and declare in the name of Jesus, we will not give in. We proclaim the word of God over every area of our lives. And in 3 John chapter 3, verse 2, it reads, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health, just as your soul prospers. So I decree and declare that I will prosper in all things and be in health, just as my soul prospers. Amen. See, the term world in the Bible, it refers to the evil system controlled by Satan that leads us away from the worship of God. And that definition is from God Questions Ministries. Let me read that again. The term world, and I'm talking about a world system. I just mentioned that we're in a war with the demonic system or the world system. So the term world in the Bible refers to the evil system controlled by Satan that leads us away from the worship of God. Now, look at the word system. So we're going to put the two together, world system. So again, world is the evil system controlled by Satan that leads us away from the worship of God. Now, system, the word system, I looked that up in the Ox Oxford Dictionary. It is, its definition is a set of things working together as, as parts of a mechanism or an interconnecting network. So a system is a set of things working together, and it's all part of a mechanism that's inter interconnected, an interconnecting network. So Satan's system that he has is driven by the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the boastful pride of life. Now, in the scripture, 1 John chapter 2, verses 15 through 17, and I'm going to read you the NIV version of the scripture, it reads, do not love the world or anything in the world. Again, we're talking about that system controlled by Satan. We said the world. If anyone loves the world, love for the Father is not in them. For everything in the world, 
the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life comes not from the Father, but from the world. The world and its desires pass away, but whoever does the will of God lives forever. Again, that's 1 John chapter 2, verses 15 through 17, and it's the NIV version of the scripture. Those scriptures describe for us a good definition of the world system, and it, and it compares it, it contrasts it with the system of God. And it warns us that we're not to love the world or anything in the world. We're not to love or, or embrace anything in the system that the God of this world, Satan, has. And in his system, the foundation of it, I said to you, to you earlier, is the lust of the flesh. Lust is desire out of control. So the lust of the flesh, which means that when a person just wants to feed their flesh, they want to gratify or get satisfaction through the flesh, fleshly things. And it talks about the lust of the eyes. That means eyes, your eyes are wandering out of control, looking on things, looking at things that you shouldn't be looking at. But lust is out of control. So there are no limitations in Satan's system. And the boastful pride of life. Anything that's prideful that lifts you up, that lifts man up, lifts, lifts you up above God. Again, that's a part of Satan's system. And the scripture in 1 John describes it perfectly. Today's episode of Phyllis' New Creation is, are you in agreement with the system? In the book of Revelation, chapter 18, verse number 4. And it's the English standard version of the scripture. And it reads, Then I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, lest you take part in her sins, lest you share in her plagues. See, this scripture illustrates what occurs in the fall of Babylon. And the Holy Spirit led me to this scripture. Now, Babylon, it represents a wicked demonic world system. And the Holy Spirit wanted me to read this scripture today and for us to meditate on this scripture because he's calling the people of God, those who belong to the household of faith, those of us who belong to the Lord Jesus, those of us who are his ecclesia or his government or his ecclesia. That scripture is warning us to come out of the system of the world. In other words, it is asking us, are we in agreement with the system? And if you are, he's wanting you to come out of it. Now, this system in Revelation 18, I said it's a, the fall of Babylon. The Babylonian system, as I said, it represents the wicked demonic world system that I spoke to you about earlier when I gave you a de definition of the world and the definition of system and then putting the two together. So every day here, as we live in the earth, in the earth realm, there is a system of the world that is pulling against the system of God. There are two kingdoms that are operating here. It's the kingdom of God and the kingdom of, of the God of this world, which represents the world system. And it will always be the God of this world's his system will always be in, in contrast, in the complete opposite, in opposition to the system of God. So this scripture, the reason why the Holy Spirit kept putting this scripture in my spirit 
and compelling me to share today is because we are in a time, not only in this country, but in the world today, where we have to make a decision. That collision that I talked about earlier of the two governments, it is here. There's going to be, and there is already a clash between God's government or God's system and the God of this world, Satan's government and Satan's system. How do you know the difference? When you're looking at Satan's government, how he governs, how he operates, his system, it will always operate gratifying the flesh, gratifying what you want to do, lifting yourself up, being prideful, not having any standards or any controls, not controlling what you look at and what you see. You open yourself up to any and everything and there are no standards and there are no boundaries in the God of this world, in his system. And you see it play before us every day. So what this scripture is showing us, Revelation chapter 18, verse four, is that we have to make a decision. You have to make a decision whom you will serve, which system will you be a part of? Because if you don't make a decision, you've already decided. There's no standing on the sideline. There's no watching. Either you're a part of what's going on or you're a problem. You're part of what's going on in terms of the solution, in terms of what God would have us to do as his people, or you're part of the problem, which is you are a part of the God of this world and what he would have for his people to do. In Revelation, again, we're staying the same chapter, chapter 18, verse number seven. And I'm going to read you the English Standard Version of Scripture again. It reads, as she glorified herself and lived in luxury, so give her a like measure of torment and mourning. Since in her heart, she says, I sit as a queen. I am no widow and mourning I should never see. See, Babylon is described, or this system, again, we're talking about the wicked system here. Babylon is described as a woman here. And, it, and the scripture talks about how she glorified herself and she lived in luxury. Remember, the system is driven by the God of this world, by Satan himself. So he's going to use what he has. Now, he has control of things and he's going to reward those who are following his plan who are lifting up the flesh, who are lifting up pride, who are lifting up their eyes in terms of not limiting themselves or anything that they partake in. You see it everywhere all the time. Open, just turn on, go up to social media, turn on the TV, turn on your, your fav favorite website or turn on your favorite platform. And you see it everywhere. People gratifying themselves, people lifting themselves up, people representing a different kingdom and being in agreement with the system talking about an agreement with the system. Are you in agreement with the system? Now, this scripture I mentioned to you about her glorifying herself, it shows how she did not, or this system, let's talk about Babylon, the system itself, because we are seeing it now. She did not keep anything away from herself. She lived in luxury. She showered herself with luxury. And God is speaking here about how just like the measure of torment and mourning, she says to herself that since she sits as queen, which means she's elevated, she sees herself high and lifted up. She says she's not a widow, which means she hasn't lost a husband. 
and she should never see mourning. She's bragging about what will she, how she sees what will never happen to her. But God is declaring in the scriptures, you read on in the scripture, it speaks about how God is declaring that this system, he's going to bring down this wicked system. Let's take a look at Revelation chapter 18 again, the same chapter. And I'm going to read verse number eight, but I'm going to read it in the contemporary English version, the CEV version of the scripture. And it reads, and so in a single day, she will suffer the pain of sorrow, hunger and death. Fire will destroy her dead body because her judge is the powerful Lord God. See, this, this scripture describes what will happen to this demonic system. Talking about in agreement with the system, not being in agreement with the system. See, even though here in Revelation, it speaks of Babylon being a woman, it represents all who are partaking in this system. And it represents the conclusion how God is going to judge this wicked system and all who are a part of this system. What am I saying? God is calling me today to call on everyone who's hearing my voice to come out of that system, to come out of the flesh, to come out of allowing their eyes to, to drive them to lust. Come out of the boastful pride, lifting yourself up, being condescending, thinking that you're better than other people. God is saying, come out of that lifestyle. Don't live that way because when you live that way, you are a part of the system that he will destroy. He's speaking very clearly here. He said, it will suffer the pain of sorrow. Even though in the previous scripture, as the woman speaks as Babylon as the system is speaking about itself. It, it doesn't see itself ever suffering. It sees itself continually living in luxury and also in its heart is lifting itself up and said it would never see mourning. But God is speaking in this scripture in Revelation 18, 8. He's saying, and so in a single day, this system will fall. Talking about, are you in agreement with the system? Don't. Enter into an agreement with this system. In other words, don't enter in agreement with the system by partaking in what it does, by being a part of it, by glamorizing and lifting up their celebrities, those that they put before us who are basically boasting in their ungodly lifestyle, who are bragging about how much money they have, who are bragging about how many sexual exploits they have, who are doing all these things right before us. And there is no shame. And many of us who are in the body of Christ lift these people up, admire these people. God has said, come out of it. Come out of this system. The Holy Ghost is telling me to read this scripture again. Again, Revelation 18 verse 4. Then I heard another voice from heaven saying, come out of her, my people, lest you take part in her sins, lest you share in her plagues. Talking about you in agreement with the system. God today is speaking through me to his people, those of us who are of the household of faith. He's saying, come out of that lifestyle. In other words, stop mixing. He says there's syncretism. People are mixing in 
On one hand, they say that they worship me, God is saying. But on the other hand, they are lifting up this demonic system by walking in pride. God said you can't worship him and represent his kingdom in pride. You can't worship him and at times watch pornography, take part in pornography. You can't worship him and at times be unfaithful to your spouse. God said, no, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways and he should not expect anything from the Lord. Today is the day of your decision. God says make a decision because he's judging that lifestyle. He's judging Babylon and he's judging any vestiges of Babylon, any any part of Babylon in the lives of his people. He says it means that you've given yourself over to it. Repent, turn from it and come to him. Talking about in agreement, don't be in agreement with the system. See, the totality of what will happen to those who take part in this wicked system, in agreement with with this depravity, in agreement with this ungodly lifestyle, in agreement with this greed and its covetousness and just worshiping itself. God has described in this scripture I just read you, Revelation chapter 18, verse 8 said, and so in a single day, she will suffer the pain of sorrow, sorrow, hunger, and death. And fire will destroy her dead body because her judge is the powerful Lord God. God is judging this system. He's judging this system. And we can see part of his judging the system now. He's bringing many of those who've walked in pride, who felt as if they couldn't be touched, similar to what this woman says or what it represents with Babylon. He's bringing them down and we're going to see it. In Luke chapter two, verse seven, the Holy Spirit had me to read this scripture and I'm going to read it to you because he wants me to make a point about those who sometimes are so busy in everyday life in the cares of this world, living out everyday life until they miss God. They miss him. And they're so busy partaking in this system, allowing the world system to drive everything that they do. I've heard many people in the body of Christ as well as outside of the body of Christ say things like, I have to do whatever I have to do to take care of my family. For those of us who belong to the household of faith, that is not our claim. That is not anything we should ever say. So in Luke chapter two, verse seven, let me read it to you. And I'm going to read the new King James version of the scripture. And it reads, and she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in the manger because there was no room for him in the end. Did you hear that? No room for God in the end. See, this represents people who are so caught up in busyness. And in this case, the innkeeper was so, so busy because business was booming at that time. People were coming into, into Bethlehem. They were coming in and out. They were coming in the area because people had to, had to, had different business that they were taking part in. They were so busy 
until he didn't have time for this pregnant woman and her husband to get accommodations. It was crowded there. And so what he did was they did make room for them in the manger, but they didn't have room for them in the end. They didn't have room for them in the in the place where they were accommodating people. God himself was pushed out because here's an example of someone that was so busy that they don't have room for him. I'm asking you the same question. Are you so busy in your life that you don't have room for the Lord Jesus? You don't have room for the things of God. You don't have room for the things that are eternal. When in the book of Colossians chapter three, it says, if then, if you were raised, chapter three, verse one, it says, if then, if you were raised with Christ, seek those things that are above where Christ is sitting at the right hand of God. And it says, set your mind on the things above, not on the things of this earth. And what we mean by setting your mind on the things above that scripture means is setting your mind on the things that are eternal. Focus on what's going to last forever. What is going to be here long after we're gone? Remember the word of God teaches us that heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words will by no means pass away. That's in Matthew, in the book of Matthew, chapter 24, verse 35, where Jesus says that. So when we set our minds on things that are eternal, set your mind on the word of God. Long after this earth has passed away, our words, the word of God, our words that we utter, which come from the word of God, will be here long afterwards. That's why I pray for my descendants who will be here long after I'm gone. Thousand years from now, I pray right now, pray as for them that they will know the Lord Jesus because I know that prayer will last forever. God will honor that prayer. Talking about being not being in agreement with the system. I want to speak to those of you today who've heard this message and you've been in agreement with the system. You know that you've been in agreement with the enemy, with the God of this world, because you know how you've been living. And you also know now, today, that there's a God who loves you and drew you to this message so that you would today decide to get out of agreement with the world and to come in agreement with the Lord Jesus. And if that is you today, repeat after me, please. Heavenly Father. I thank you for calling my name today. You know me by name, for calling me and drawing me to hear this message today. And God, I know that I have been in agreement with the God of this world. I didn't know it at first, but I know it now. I'm asking you, please, God, to forgive me. I'm asking you, God, to forgive me of my sins. And I'm asking you to come into my heart and to be my Savior, to save me from my sins, Lord. I know that you brought Jesus here on earth and he died on the cross for my sins. And I know that you raised Jesus from the dead and I'm asking you to forgive me this day. And I thank you, God. Thank you for giving me, for, for giving me another chance. Thank you for forgiving me, Lord. And thank you for forgiving me, Heavenly Father and Lord Jesus. Amen. Thank you for joining me today for Phyllis is a New Creation. And remember, Phyllis is a new creation exists so that you will know how to apply the word of God to your everyday life. Today's message, don't be in agreement with the system, was from the Lord, from the heart of God and from the Lord God himself. 
He's calling us to get out of agreement with the system, with the God of this world, and to come in agreement with him. You can find Phyllis's New Creation in Google Podcasts. Just search for Phyllis's, P-H-Y-L-L-I-S apostrophe S, A New, A-N-E-W, Creation, C-R-E-A-T-I-O-N. And don't forget to put podcast after your search. Thank you, everyone who have been so faithful in sowing into Phyllis is a New Creation. I thank you so much for your faithfulness and for your commitment. And I'd like to give an opportunity for others who also would like to sow into Phyllis is a New Creation to do so. I have a cash app, and my cash app is dollar sign P A New C. Again, my cash app is dollar signs P A New C. And for those of you who would like to write and like to send a check, you may write to Phyllis's A New Creation, 4846 North University Drive, Suite 237, Lauder Hill, Florida, 33351. Again, 4846 North University Drive, Suite 237, Lauder Hill, Florida, 33351. Heavenly Father, I thank you for every soul that you drew to this message today. And I pray, God, long after they've heard this message, that it will come back to their remembrance that they are a part of the kingdom of God and not a part of the system of this world or the God of this world and his kingdom. Lord, I pray that you continue to draw all of us to you, Lord, and show us how to live each day, Lord, by your word, because heaven and earth shall pass away, but your words will by no means pass away. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you for listening today, everyone. Have a wonderful day.